Hey, family, Reverend Russ here. Thank you so much for getting on to Ministry Pivot again. I'm super excited uh, about this episode. I say that all the time, but I really am excited about all of the episodes that we've been able to do. Uh, Don't forget to visit uh, uh, ministrypivot.com. Don't forget to uh, download the articles. Don't forget uh, to look at the other conversations. Don't forget to download the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe uh, so that you can get the emails that we send out and notifications. Uh, Again, super excited about uh, this episode today. We're going to be talking about finances. We're going to be talking about getting your finances together, but also uh, we're going to be talking about thinking through uh, what are the steps and the things you need to make in order to be successful uh, pivots you need to be successful in uh, for your finances today. And I have none other than uh, one of my brothers, one of my uh, 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 friends, one of my mentors, uh, Reverend Loxley O'Connor. He's the CFO uh, at Kingdom Fellowship AME Church. Shout out uh, to our pastor, uh, Pastor Watley. But uh, Reverend Loxley and I talked through uh, finances, talked through uh, some pivots that he made in his life financially, but also talked through uh, some steps that churches and leaders need to make uh, as they uh, think through this season financially. So without talking about it more, uh, let's go ahead to my conversation with Reverend Loxley. Reverend Loxley, man, thank you so much for getting on Ministry Pivot today. Uh, super honored uh, to have you on Ministry Pivot. Uh, you are a friend, your brother, your mentor. Uh, you are uh, just super awesome in our life. And I wanted to make sure that uh, the world got able, was, was able to hear about Reverend Loxley O'Connor. But I, I did a little bit of your bio in the beginning. But if you wouldn't mind, could you uh, share with those who are watching, those who are listening, a little bit more about your finance background, who Reverend Loxley O'Connor is? Uh, again, I did it some justice, but I know I didn't hit it the way I should have. Thanks again for being on. Thank you, man, for having me. You know, you know, I enjoy talking with you and just enjoy uh, just getting to know you and see all that God is doing in your life and for Ministry Pivot, how, how, how this has grown in such a short period of time. Uh, the pivot is the right word for the time in which we live. Uh, you know, my background is, is uh, covered, you know, it's, I've covered a 40-year period of uh, financial growth and background. I came out of Howard in 1983. Um, and joined the firm of Coopers and Librand that became PricewaterhouseCoopers in the end. And I had a 13-year career there. Uh, first 10 years was in the audit um, field. And in the audit group, I you know, served a number of clients, including Howard, my alma mater. I, 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 I had a very strong, uh, heavy concentration, concentration in the real estate uh, group, um, working with uh, persons who were doing real estate investment trusts, uh, one of the uh, the first and largest real estate um, uh, investment trust that was put together back in the day, something wow. called Oxford, uh, that was for $300 million that owned rental properties across the country, was one of my clients. And, and at that time, they were trading what they call beneficial uh, assignment certificates. You, you didn't have stocks, but you had be- you could buy these beneficial assignment certificates. And I, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a great pleasure of working with that group. And then, you know, after um, really investing on the side, you know, because okay. I'm into okay. this, uh, I, this whole concept of the multiple streams of income. So, you know, we bought into... Um, um, a laundromat, in, you know, made a decision to pivot from buying a move-up house to uh, buying in the uh, laundromat business. 
um, that itself grew and 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 just blew up. Uh, it became much bigger than uh, than 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 I had anticipated because it went well. And and we had multiple stores we owned. And as I was building out one of those stores, it just required more and more of my attention. So I ultimately left the firm in '97 and worked the next uh, 13 years, pretty much another 13 years solely as an entrepreneur doing a number of things, um, real estate investing, you know, laundromat, doing doing uh, amusement, uh, arcade stuff, all of that. Wow. And, and as I did that and, and kind of spread, you know, what I own, commercial office, build, uh, commercial buildings, so forth, um, you know, time went on and felt drawn by the Lord really to go to seminary. So I, I, you know, I, I was in seminary, I went to seminary and went more because I wanted to learn more about the Lord and just uh, build my relationship with him. Never had a in real uh, desire to be on the ministry, clergy side, but just really to just know the Lord, walk more with him, understand more the principles of faith and faith in action and, and, and ultimately um, um, graduated, uh, you know, started doing mission trips and doing work overseas, develop, you know, uh, with, with a, a couple of my uh, seminary um, classmates. Um, and we started a mission organization and a charity. And we started traveling to Jamaica, to, 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 to Zimbabwe, to you know, Ghana and all of them. And in that funding out of our work and out of our individual pockets, what we're doing. So, I, you know, all of it came together as time went on um, until I finally, um, at one point, joined, uh, came on board as a CFO at Reed and now at Kingdom. And that's been the last 13 years. So I've, I've had these 13 year slots in, <laughs> in, in, in these spots doing increasingly more stuff. And I've, you know, in that time, I've consulted with a number of organizations. You know, I've talked about the work I recently did in the pandemic with uh, these two um, um, uh, black uh, farmers, fifth generation farmers who wanted to uh, add the opportunity to buy a rice mill. They got the opportunity, they got the contract, but had not put together a business plan. So somebody called my name, they came, and we spent the next six months putting together packages and so forth that we were able to use, get the financing they need. And now, you know, Arkansas River Rice is out there, the first um, Black-owned rice mill in the country. Uh, 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 there in Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. So all of that, just a number and similar opportunities that I've had uh, the chance to work on. So I'm excited, that, you know, and, and I've had a broad experience, and 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 that's what I bring uh, now to 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 you know our community within the church. Um, yeah. I believe the Lord has prepared me for just that, to be able to respond to the opportunities that the church has. And can and can really run into. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. And I'm I'm so you said a whole lot, Reverend Loxley, and I'm, we're gonna slow walk some of it because you said a whole lot. You jumped over a whole lot. So Reverend uh, Loxley O'Connor is again, like I said, a friend, uh, a mentor. I'm super honored that he's on 
Um, but he's the CFO here. Shout out to our senior pastor, uh, uh, Matthew Watley. Uh, but but he's the CFO at Kingdom, but he was also the CFO at Reed Temple. Um, I don't think there's anybody that I speak more to about finances and my finances than Reverend Lockley O'Connor. Uh, my wife and I trust Reverend Locks. But he said something early on that I want you to hear. He said that he started in the laundromat business. Um, and I know this story, so I can I ask you to share about it. Be, but he, he was going to upgrade his house, but he made a pivot from upgrading his house to deciding to use those funds to make it uh, in an investment in the laundromat business, which then um, blessed him in other ways. And I'm going to ask him about because I've seen him be true with the Bible says an inheritance for your children's children. But can we go back just real quick? Because that uh, that opportunity. Right. Many people wouldn't take that opportunity to invest uh, in their upgrade, which means they had to stay where they were, um, but they decided to, 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 to face it into a, a laundromat. Talk, talk us through uh, those who are watching, those who are listening, whether they're clergy, whether they're not. Um, but what, 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 what did that moment feel like? What were the prompting that you uh, and, and, and your wife, shout out Auntie Denise, um, what, 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 what was that season like? Because uh, I, I can only imagine it. You've told me the story a little bit, but I want you to share just with those who are listening. Because that, that I think is a key pivot um, that the Lord allowed you all to make. Yeah, that that was really interesting, and and and, and it's so so interesting, Russ, uh, in the fact that um, you know we had only owned our house, our first house, for three years at the wow. time, and you know being an accountant, the CPA, and all of that. Um, you know, I saw the opportunity to use equity in our house and do a move up, right? Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. it's a, you know, and and I remember sitting with Denise and saying, "Babe, we can do this." Um, you know, I was I was in a library. We had gone to New York to visit her, her, uh, my mother-in-law, excuse me, and um, you know, I was in the library reading through all of the stuff, making sure I got it all straight because I was going to convince her. We, you know, as <laughs> how we could do this, you know. Yeah. So, so, so I got to there and I convinced her we could do the move up, and we went looking, and we found the house we wanted, and we started contracting. It was to be built too. It was a brand new house. So, so you wow. know, I've convinced her, and now we're in the process, and we're looking, and we're talking design and so forth. And the agent that I was working with came to me and said, uh, and this is how the Lord really, it's the Lord who brings you and causes you to will and do according to his good pleasure. So he comes to me and he says, man, you're, you're CPA and so forth. I'm, I, I walked into a place and I have this opportunity to buy a laundromat. Uh, I want you to analyze it for me and tell me what you think. And hmm. I looked at it. And it was losing over a hundred thousand a year, and I, I want you to hear wow. it was losing over a wow. hundred thousand a year. But my analysis identified what I believed were the clear opportunities for it to be profitable, right? Because it had been profitable before, and in yeah. fact, Denise and I had used the very same laundromat before, right? So we, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, no, we, okay. We knew the place. We actually knew the place. Right. So, so, you know, I, 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 we, we, you know, I shared with him, man, this is what da, 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 da. And he came back and he said, man, I, I, I'm not interested. I, I'm, I'm making 
that already. There's no reason for me to pick up a lost leader and try to turn it. I'm not, I'm not bothered. And I said, if you're not, and he's the agent on the deal I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I said, if you're not, I would actually prefer to do that than buy the house, right? And he said, really? I said, yeah. And, and, and he said, he said, that's interesting. He said, hold on. So a couple of days later, he came back and he said, I am now the listing agent for the laundromat. You can because <laughs> he wasn't gonna lose, he was gonna lose a commission. So you yeah. cannot make an offer, right? And so having already done the, the analysis, we made an offer. And we made the offer. And a few days later, he called me one Saturday morning and he said, Look, the owner wants to talk to you. And I got a call. So so he, so he gave me the number. I called uh, this guy who was all the way in, in Minneapolis, right? Wow. Um, and and the guy and I had a conversation. I had used all of the knowledge I have um, writing all these clauses, um, contingency into the contract. And the guy, uh, guy calls me and he says, listen, man, um, let's cut through all of this. Let's agree on a price. Forget all of these contingencies. Uh, and stuff. What's the cash price you will pay? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you know, said and done, period. You're offering me this price and you'll pay it regardless. Um, and so I made him an offer, which was, of course, discounted. Yeah. And he said, fine. The, the problem with that, Russ, was that I made him an offer that at that point I had no money other than the equity in my house. So for me to have moved up, I needed to sell my house and use that equity to buy the new house. Wow. If I'm not yeah. selling my house, I don't have the equity that's in my house. Mm. Right? So when yeah. I say that to the agent, again, now God was working. He said, hold on. And he went to his own mother and said, look, would you give this guy a loan and we'll write it, attach it to his house, right? So, so you won't have to leave the house, but it will be a second trust against my house. So, uh, so I borrowed the equity in wow. my house. And at that point, I was sure that was fifty percent of the cash I needed to close. Wow! Right? And the Lord found me uh, a, a person I'd never met, uh, but two weeks before I did the deal. Um, you know, a Caucasian brother I was working with on a project who overheard me pivoting to people and nobody would, pitching to people and nobody would take this deal. And yeah. he took the deal as a junk, as what he called a junk investment, junk bond. You know, uh, you know, it, it sounded to him crazy, crazy as all outdoor. But if I wanted yeah. to, he lent me, he lent me the money. And if I could return it, so be it. For him, it was any. It was what he could lose if it never worked. Wow. For me, it was everything. Wow. And that's how we bought it. And um, you know, the first night when we sat back and looked at what the Lord had done, you know, it was it just blew our minds, you know. And, wow. and we really have never turned back since. Because that is that, now, yeah. We're thirty years, thirty-one years, and still counting in that business. And that I actually sold. I actually sold that store 
and the property. I, I, I tell you all, we ended up buying the buying the store, and I said it was losing for fifty thousand. We sold the thing combined for one point seven million. Jeez, praise the Lord. That is, yeah, that is. See that, see that. But but you but you didn't see the one point whatever million. You just saw the opportunity, and I think that's what I wanted people to hear. I didn't even know that you and uh, Denise frequented the store and knew the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, but, but, but if you're going to, to pivot, you know, fi- sometimes I think we think, you know, financially you got to have all of this stuff, but I think it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the crux of what the Lord said to me when he said, do ministry pivot, you know, I've said this before. It's, it's the story of Moses, right? It's mm-hmm. literally Moses talking to the Lord and the Lord is telling Moses, I need you to do this thing. And Moses is like, yo, how? Mm-hmm. And God is like, what's in your hand, bro? Like, mm-hmm. what do you already have? that you're discounting that if you give it to me, I'm going to make it what you can't imagine. And I think that's, you know, and, and we've spoken and you said it, you know, 31 years and that uh, business is wild. You've had several laundromats and that has been the, 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 the jump point for other things. You know, we, you and I talk often. And so we'll, we'll send articles. You'll send me several financial articles. I'll send you one or two and always looking at people doing big business. Mm-hmm. But literally, those who are doing business, big business started off with a, a small one. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we're told, don't despise small beginnings. Amen. Right? You got to make, make the move. Trust the Lord, right? Because he knows the plans he has for us. There's yeah. no way I could have seen what, what we saw, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, to see where it has gone, to see what it still does, right? Because yeah. I can tell you that as, as we sit here, I am clear what my, uh, certainly if the, as the Lord continues to allow, I'm clear on my retirement plan. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm clear on that. Okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but never would have known that. When we made that move, and 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 and, and we continue to we continue to live and be content and satisfied in the house another sixteen years, so we wow. never moved again. Yeah. Right? From that yeah. point, you know, by the time yeah. we moved, it was a total of sixteen years we lived in the house. Um. So so sometimes we've got to check, check out ourselves and say, now, why are you doing what you're doing? Aren't you just trying to keep up with the Joneses and so forth? And I think it applies to church too. Because because as you come into this year, I think every church, when it comes into this year, you're not, if you take the time, it's now March, end of March. So every church has seen what the first three months are bringing. Yeah. What's happening out there? Every church now needs to stop and kind of take a real look at how the first three months of the year has gone. Yeah. Make an assessment, an analysis. Yeah. What are the opportunities we're seeing? What are the trends we're seeing? What 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 is working? What has begun to work? You know, what what do, do we have a sense as how the Lord is moving in our midst? Mm-hmm. Right? Because at the end of the day, all we have to do is to align align ourselves to the will of God. Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. He'll cause us, as I said, to will and do according to his plan. He knows what he will provide. Okay? So every church and the leadership of churches uh, prayerfully are stopping and assessing what are we already seeing? 
Are we seeing people coming back in the building? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Are we seeing people still staying online? Are, are, mm -hmm. are we seeing people wanting certain kinds of ministries more than, more than the other? Are we seeing yeah. trends in the way people are giving? Mm -hmm. Right? All of, all of those are the kinds of analysis that, that every one of us must be doing, not only yeah. in the church, but in our own lives. Right? That's good. Yeah. And, and, and when you do that, you begin, you begin to really um, hone in on, on kind of the what's next, you know, um, where, you know, where, where should I be uh, concentrating? As you know, we're talking a lot about, uh, to our congregation about multiple streams of income, you yeah. know, because there's, there's what you can cut, but there's also, it, there's only so much you can cut. Yeah. Right? So it's not about, it's not that we're trying to tell everybody to work harder. It's just we're saying work smarter, figure out those things you can do, the opportunities that are yours, right? Yeah. Uh, and how you begin to move it, right? And, and, and that's, that, 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 that's it. That, that's, yeah. it. that's it. No, that's, that's great. And I think I'm going I'm to ask you in a minute, because one, one of the things that we want to talk about are the things that churches and people should consider. So I think one of them, when you talked about it, is the trends, and there may be a couple others. Um, but I want to, again, I want to slow walk. So, that, so, so, so the laundry mats, I know um, one of the things, and you said it also, um, is your interest, but also your investment in mm -hmm. real estate. Um, I remember uh, twice, uh, Reverend Loxley calls me um, and he calls me, gives me an address to meet him. And so Reverend Lox, so I'm, I'm going to meet him wherever he asks me to meet him. And I meet him at an address and I remember him talking about like, yeah, it's going to be a bedroom over here or this is going to be over here. And I didn't realize and, and it's, it's, it's addresses that Reverend Loxley um, owned real estate wise and now was at the place where he was able to help his daughters um, to be able to have their homes and what they're going to stay in. And I remember that. And I think I shared it with you and I'm saying it publicly, but it was super dope for me from a single parent. Um, mom did an amazing job, but to see that level of not money, but wealth, right? Like I'm transitioning wealth to start somebody off. Cause I know I, I was the first one, second one in my family line to own a home, right? My wife and I did that like, but, but there's generations and nobody did it. Everybody lived in the projects. So to meet someone who had a, who, who knew enough and had a conversation enough to say, I'm going to set my daughters up so that they can now own a space that 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 they can get into i think i i want you to kind of unpack that a little bit because for me it was it 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 was one of the pivotal moments in my life kind of seeing you do it and you did it twice like you called me one time and it was like okay and you called me again like and it was like it was time in between y'all but it it was just the way and i don't know if you were doing it intentionally we never asked you i never asked you that but i know for me it was helpful because I was able to see that this is the roadmap, right? Not looking at the Joneses and trying to upgrade myself, but making sure my children's children are good. So I'm, I'm going to pause and let you reflect on that. But I, that, that was super dope for me. Well, the, 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 this, this question you just, the, this, the, and the passage you just referred to, uh, the Bible says, uh, good parents, you know, leave. Yeah. An inheritance for their children's children. So, yeah. so here's the irony. 
what you saw was us. Um, we had when we were when when we bought that first laundromat. That I started mm-hmm. putting scriptures and and the murals on the front because the actual the actual building was a former car dealership. So you know that those big glass. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. putting scriptures is right on Route One, and people would pass, and they would be seeing scriptures on this on this place, right? Um, okay. And and nobody knew what it was, so most people came in and to ask, "What was this?" Right? So that's, <laughs> that's what was going on. Uh, but this was what the Lord uh, placed on art. So we were doing a Christmas mural, mm-hmm. and uh, as the guy was there designing, uh, you know, writing and 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 decorating it, and with a Christmas scene and so forth, mm-hmm. I asked him to 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 put a church. Any any framed out a church and I said, put a home close mm. to the church. And so he put a home close to the church. And I said, right on, you know, th- that's that's home. And then yeah. hit me and I said, put three houses next door. Just just put in three. And he said, why is that? And I said, that's a house for each of my daughters. Right? <laughs> and in that moment, it was birthing me that that's what I should be doing, right? That, that, that yeah. investing in their future, right? Yeah. As it unfolded, what I realized, I really wasn't just investing in their future. I was investing in in their kids' future, right? Be- because while it would be theirs, I knew we'd prepare them in such a way that this would just be a starter, as yeah. you said, and, yeah. and, and they, they would do even more and they could still pass even this one on to, to, to their kids, right? Yeah. And so, 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 so we started uh, taking resources again. The, the, the main challenge, and I, and I and you heard me say it before, we then lived in our house for sixteen years, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so the idea was not that we were our investment turned; it's making money, and now we then went back to trying to keep up with the Joneses. It was that yeah. we then turned that money into into different things, and you built yeah. on it, right? Yeah. So we yeah. started investing in residential real estate. We bought residential real estate. We bought the building that owned the, that that we were renting for the laundromat, you know. And and that's how we started just multiplying, building, and multiplying, uh, you know, on 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 that. Uh, talent that the Lord had given us that you know that that one amount and you keep growing it, okay. Is, so yeah. and so what you saw was as the as as they became of age, instead of my daughters going to go to first of all we you know for us we believe you had to put the kids out into the world and let them begin <laughs> to experience it, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so so that was part of how we thought about life and, and yeah. yeah. So but instead of them having to go hassle with somebody else's place and pay somebody else's rent that they would then uh that that and pay off their property they basically yeah. moved into theirs That's right? right and paid yeah. off theirs and and learned what it was to become yeah. a homeowner early yeah. you know yeah um, so they so 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 that's that's the kind of start um from which from from just how we saw it and thought it was what we could do, and 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 as, as you know, that would be very helpful, yeah, um, and foundational to their own financial life, and, and yeah. it's been a blessing, absolute blessing. And my, you know, my oldest has moved from 
uh, from that property, didn't sell it, so now it's rented, and she's mm. somewhere else. So you know, it's it, 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 yeah. it's a bad situation. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, I think, and I think it's an awesome teaching principle of the maintaining where you are, realizing what you have, and being able to leverage what you have for what God has next. Right, being able to pivot those things. Now, um, you said a lot of stuff. Maybe we'll, ha we'll have to do another one. You were already on one of the pivots. Uh, I'm going to throw it in the show note, uh, the one that you were on before, uh, and, and all of the stuff that, that you listed too. But I think you, you, God has uniquely gifted you, Rev. And you know that because anybody um, who I trust or who I know and want to see them do well financially, which is everybody, but I'll, I'll bump into pastors and leaders and you know, I'll call you say, hey, I gave so-and-so your number. <laughs> because they asked me some stuff outside of coaching and teaching that I can't fool with, but they need, I said, there's one name you need. That's Reverend Loxley O'Connor. Um, and, and, and you've been, and you've blessed them when the whole PPP loan, PPP loan, whatever that thing is came out, you had a whole thing on it. So, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna link that in the show notes to y'all, the website he has on it with the stuff that outlines, uh, the helpful and, and we're doing stuff now at our church that you heard him say, uh, with the streams of income, I'm going to link some of that, uh, to, uh, but but I want to to because I know the algorithm and I don't know the time frame. People are going to start to tap out in a minute. I, I want can you help us with what are the things? Uh, what are the keys? What are the points? What are the thoughts that that churches as well as people need to consider um, financially in this financial climate? Earlier you talked about trends, and so I wrote that down. That'll be in the show notes. But but what? What what do we need to think through? What do we need to consider? Are there pivots we need to make? Um, what are the things that 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 you would outline for churches, for leaders, again, uh, but also for lay people um, to really think through financially as we go through this climate where the market uh, is doing its own thing, job layoffs are happening. Um, what 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 are the things from where you sit that we should take advantage of or be able to assess? I, 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 and, and that's a great question, man. And, and, and I think the place I would first start is to say, it's like everything else. You got to examine yourself, uh, whether it's the okay. church or the individual. You've got to be able to have a proper uh, assessment of who you are or, or you know, whether, again, church or, 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 or individual. So yeah. there are a lot of things happening in the economy, but everything doesn't affect everybody. Okay. Uh, you know, there is the general impact of inflation, but not every aspect of inflation is relevant to some. So, for example, if you were somebody who had made the, the decision and the choices of, of, uh, of refinancing a mortgage or so forth, and you have that wonderful 2 to 3% mortgage that, that, that you have now, Right. Yeah. Uh, then, then all of this stuff about interest rates going up um, is not your issue. Yeah. The only issue it's doing is checking your desire to to, to move up too quickly, per, and perhaps too quickly. And maybe that's that is actually a blessing to you, because now you get the chance to hold on to your to the cash you have, and consider what would have what is the better investment opportunity was it really just to move up and 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 and, and put all of your money into a in, into a larger home or was or is this the time now that again as we're talking about you're looking at multiple streams of income what other things can i be investing in 
you know, yeah. how can I identify the kind of business or opportunity that is needed, that is wanted? There are many opportunities, a bunch of uh, businesses that you can start that is even just online businesses, right? And I think yeah. you can search it out. We're going to present those in our multiple streams of income. We're going we're gonna to show people, you know, I, 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 have, I have a listing of 15 um, online businesses you can do purely that on online and, and, and in your, in, in, as part-time, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 so there are things you can do. Uh, maybe you could just have taken that, that money that you were going to pl- put on another thing. And, and here it is now where you make the true analysis of if I bought this piece of um, real estate, can I invest as the, as the prices, um, you know, um, adjust a stabilize? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and rent and what what kinds of how will that turn out for me? So it, it's that it's, it's a term that we say a prudent person acts according to knowledge. It's time okay. now that you really examine, look at the, the the opportunities that are really yours. Same for the church. A church needs to begin to ask itself, where do we stand in this community? What are the needs that community has? Yeah. Right. And how do I, how do we as a church begin to look for um, the, 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 the kinds of an organize around how we will serve our community, right? Uh, yeah. the, the, the COVID told us that staying inside and being locked in is not what church is about. Mm-hmm. Church, is, yeah. church is to impact its community. All of the stuff we've been watching about the Black church and the history of the Black church points to how the church was integral to the community. And so here we get that opportunity to really do that. And again, building on that, I think it's also that the church has a responsibility. Second thing it could be doing beyond looking outside and how it can help is, uh-huh. is, to, is to be generating uh, you know, a culture of generosity in its own church. How do you do that? It's by you helping people to steward their resources and think outside of the box better to do what Ecclesiastes did say, you know, invest in seven ventures, even eight, because you don't know what's going to come. We are the church. People outside are using what the church, what the scripture said and act like it came from the world. It didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's what was written. Thousands of years ago. Yeah. So it's our word. Let's bring the word and make the word alive to our congregation and help them. Right. So that, 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 you know, so the church has to look at the trends and be clear on where it's going, what people need to be made in ministry and so forth. Look at its community and say, hey, where are we needed? How can we do better? Right. And serve our community and use our resources more effectively. And that's both human and capital, right? Okay. And thirdly, yeah. serve those in our church and make them better stewards over what they have so that they, so that we can create the culture of generosity within our congregation. I think yeah. those three primary things, if we really stop and focus in on them, right? That's yeah. what churches should really be about. At, yeah. at this point in time. Yeah, no, I think that's great, uh, Rev. And I, I'm gonna we're gonna outline them in the show notes. Um, also, again, big shout out to our pastor, Pastor Watley, 
um, at Kingdom uh, because uh, the the classes that Reverend Lossley is talking about are going to be a part of our life groups, and maybe at this point, when this when this is, when, when this finally drops, um, will already have been out. But we'll, I'll link them in the show notes. And then uh, I forgot to mention our TKN, our Kingdom Leadership Network, that right. Reverend Lossley uh, serves on and and shares with. And, and if you are a leader. Uh, church leader or associate uh, leader or just uh, not just but a lay, a lay member you want to be a part of it I'll link that too uh, because he shares some of these in there but I, I, I'm excited about those seven streams um, I know Reverend Locks and I talk all the time about opportunities and ways that God has blessed us to do not just what we do at church but also what you do outside he talked about the rice mill he talked about uh, the other the other ventures that he has and I know for me with the books and the speaking and the coaching uh, but having other opportunities where you can allow God to use you, but also allow God to use you to bless others, um, that will also be a financial benefit to you. Um, so I, I think I think all of those are awesome, Rev. Uh, b- before we close, I do want to ask you, uh, for those who are watching, for those who are listening, um, what are maybe one or two uh, books or resources that you would recommend? Um, that uh, someone should read, someone should look up, maybe it's a podcast someone should be listening to um, outside of Ministry Pivot, shout out, Um, but others that uh, people should be looking to that may inspire them, help them uh, in this season, but just really in general. Well, you know, for me, there's a a whole lot of uh, books out there that I I, I think are just outstanding. but I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do something different. Right? OK. All right. We do with it. Different. I'm going to set suggest the people right, that they that they begin to open themselves up to increasing from the finance side, their own financial literacy. OK. Right? Uh, which means they've got to tune in and stop tuning out. When they start hear, hearing finance being talked about in front of them, so 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 what I mean is, uh, in, in the whole social media world or on the news or whatever, um, you know, conversations will come up, or you may hear that the Federal Reserve is is meeting or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And and what I find is too much of our community just shuts that out. That's yeah. when we get up and go get a drink and da 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 da. And then you hear something come up that is all gossip, you know, and 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 it highlights a ball player, it highlights the life of somebody, some some celebrity, and all of that. And mm-hmm. our ears are, you know, we're we're on we're on edge, and, and we we're absorbing that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and I'm suggesting to you that all that does is feed. Those things in us that 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 that, that cause us to, to 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 really move away from from purpose, plan, and and goals in our lives, right? They're the distraction. They're the yeah. things that draw us away, right? Um, from what it is that we really say we desire for ourselves. We've got to develop, um, and, and 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 I'm saying this because at some point in in my life, I remember. The first, when I said I wanted to buy real estate, mm-hmm. I actually started, I found the new, the newspaper section, right? In, 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 in what the, the other newspaper that was in Washington at the time, not the Washington Post, 
but the Washington Times, which was which was as right wing as whatever, but it had a real estate mailbag in it, and mm -hmm. we we broke down everything you could do in real estate and how you answered those stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I I read I know I was reading the rest of the articles, but I was reading that section, uh, you know, consistently week over week, yeah, gaining yeah. knowledge. Um, you know, I, I know we, you know, I, you can name any number of books and, and so forth, but all I'm yeah. saying, there's a book, uh, where, where it's called start with the, start with the why, the, start with why yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I enjoy that book, right. You know, it's, it's, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm saying those are motivational books, right. Yeah. The leadership yeah. books, there are a number of those. But you've got to start thinking about executing. Yeah. And execution comes when you when when you start really going after learning what's step one, what's step two in actually doing something. How do how do I how do I purchase a piece of real estate? And what are the nuances of it? How do I um, buy what, what what is involved in buying a laundromat? Right? Mm -hmm. What are those steps? You know, because I believe everyone should try to, to to actually own a business that produces cash, right? Yeah. And, and, but then I also believe you should have passive investments. Yeah. Right? That's good. Yeah. So 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 how do I do eat either? And 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 those stuff are you know uh, when I start when I was doing the piece on um, the employee retention credit a couple years ago, this thing that everybody selling is selling now. Yeah. When I when I found it reading it the night in the IRS, the first the first and only place I found it written about was in Forbes. Wow. Right? And Forbes is not what we read generally. Yeah, I was about to say you gotta be reading Forbes. You gotta, you gotta be subscribed to Forbes. You see what I'm saying? You gotta go <laughs> yeah. look for it. And yeah. it was there yeah. that I actually saw articles where where it was being spoken to those who were the last ones that actually needed that money. Wow. But yeah. not in the general stuff we read. Yeah. 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 Okay? No, so, I think I, I think that's, that's great. That's what I, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, because I know depending on your schedules are, but those articles, I, you know, I look for the new, I have, I have different news things that I, that I subscribe to. And mm -hmm. they alert me on financial articles. Yeah. I don't know what's going yeah. on with interest rate, who is buying what, so forth. That's what in that's what I go look and see how those are being structured. Yeah. Right. And and when you start working on it, your own creativity will grow. No, I, I think that's great. And I'll I I know um I'll list the the Forbes, I'll list I know a couple New York Times articles you've sent me and we go back and forth on those and Reverend Loxley, we're, we're in a group, uh, Reverend Lox and, and Pastor Watley and myself, we're in a group and we send stuff all the time. Um, but one of the things that I'm going to say is what, what I think what you're pushing us to is one of the books, Rev, that you told me about years ago. And I actually started giving the staff members when they come on board. Um, some of them have gotten it from me. I got to do better about getting more. But it's the book um, out, of, out, out of the maze, the, the, the follow up. So who stole my cheese? Um, right. I'm put that inside because because really what he's saying is that like this is literally you need to think outside of you need to question all of your assumptions 
right. um, and, and allow those things to push you forward. So um, I'm going to list that too. But Reverend Loxley, thank you again uh, for being on with us uh, for Ministry Pivot. Uh, super excited about all that God is doing in your life. Super excited about all uh, that God has done and is going to do. Uh, and super know, well, I, I, I know uh, that I've been blessed every time I talk with you and prayerfully those who are watching, listening also uh, have been blessed. But thanks again uh, for being a part of Ministry Pivot uh, today. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And thank you for the work you're doing because Ministry Pivot is one of those things we point, I point people to and say you will learn a whole lot from what, what people are talking about and what, what they're saying on this. And so thank you for really heeding what the Lord said and stepping out there, man. It's been a blessing. Amen. Thanks, Rev. All right, man. Wasn't that a great episode uh, with Reverend Loxley? I don't know about you, but I am encouraged. I am excited uh, and I am looking uh, for the opportunities that God is allowing us to be able to pivot. I hope uh, that you were uh, encouraged by that episode and, and learned uh, from Reverend Loxley. I learn from him all the time when I speak with him. I'm blessed to be able to talk with him daily, uh, literally daily we talk, uh, but I'm excited about it and I hope that you are as well. Don't forget to download uh, the show notes. Don't forget to like, to comment, to share, to subscribe. Uh, don't forget to rate. Uh, that's how these episodes get lifted uh, in the rotation. Super excited for all of those who are watching, uh, not just in the DMV area, but literally across the globe. Uh, thankful uh, for you all watching Ministry Pivot. Looking forward uh, to how God is calling you to pivot in this season, because remember, this is your season of opportunity. Speak soon. God bless.